Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today is a special podcast. I have on the host of the Senior Rehab Podcast, Dr. Dustin Jones, and Dustin and I will be speaking at the Combined Sections Meeting in San Antonio on Friday from 11 to 1. And it, it, we talk about it anyway. I thought it was Thursday. It's Friday. So we talk from Friday from 11 to 1. And the subject is old is not weak. Old does not equal weak. And we're talking about strength training for the older adult. And today's podcast is just a quick preview of that. So I hope you all enjoy our quick preview, get a little nuggets of knowledge from this. And if you're going to CSM, please, please, please come and see us. It's going to be a fun, fully interactive session for two hours. Um, we are definitely, it will not be boring. So please come out. If you're going to be at CSM in San Antonio for all those physical therapists, come see Dr. Dustin Jones and I talk about strength training for the older adult. And again, it is Friday from 11 to one. So enjoy this preview, everyone. Hey, Dustin, what's up? Karen, let's see. How you doing? I am good. Just a little backstory here. So Dustin and I have now been chatting for two hours, and we have been <laughs> we have been chatting about our upcoming talk at CSM, which is going to be Tuesday at eleven thirty, uh, in the Grand Hyatt. No, Where Friday, from eleven to one. It's not on Thursday. No. What? Are you sure? <laughs> Seriously, are you sure? All right, let me look. We oh can, my god! We can edit this. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? We don't even know what our thing is. Now we have to look uh, it up. We're so focused on on the content and we're, creating yes. such an amazing presentation that who cares when we talk? I mean, we could we could do this presentation at the bar on Wednesday night. I mean, it it doesn't matter. That's that's we how much do, we're putting. We into can do this right now. That's how good we are. And I can't. I really, really thought that we were. Um, yeah, Friday from 11 to it's 1. Friday. Oh. Put on by the Home Health section. It's at the Grand Hyatt in San Antonio, Texas in Salon E. I got what the is Grand a salon? Hyatt. I got the Grand Hyatt right. I just got the day wrong. Good thing you told me I would have been showing up on the wrong day. <laughs> I knew it was in Salon E. And I okay. knew it was at the Grand Hyatt. I just thought it was on Thursday. Okay, so, yeah, so Friday. The cool thing is, is that we, well, we got word, I mean, this was probably a month ago that they actually had to, to move the room because we've had a lot of interest, uh, in, in this talk, which was, was really exciting because, mm -hmm. you know, you think older adults, uh, you know, at CSM, you got all these amazing topics, you know, just all these, these different, uh, speakers that are going to be presenting their research or real practical things that they, they use in the clinic, that, you know, for, for me, you wouldn't think that a talk on older adults would, would have a lot of interest, but it is. It it's is. gaining interest. People well, want to talk about this stuff, and it makes me very excited. Yeah, and I think people want to talk about it because that's what people are seeing, you know? Like we were saying before, we've got the 65 and older crowd. You've got a huge number of people moving into that realm because they're the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. And these are people who regardless of whether they've had some complex medical issues or surgeries or they've been down and out, they're resilient. They don't want to be that way. 
Mm. You know, they want to be healthy. They want to be vibrant. They want to be contributing to society. And I think that's really, really important thing to note for physical therapists, and which is kind of why we're doing this talk, because oftentimes when people think of an older adult, they think, well, we need to take it easy on them because they're Mm. older. Or, boy, I don't think they can do exercise X, Y, and Z because, you know, they're older. Or they have arthritis. Or Mm. we need to just give them a band, which in some cases is necessary. Right. But it never progresses beyond that. And so I think that there's a real misconception about the ability of people who are 65 and older. And believe me, as I keep getting older and older, 65 ain't looking that old. (laughs) (laughs) And especially with a lot of the people that that you work with, you know, when you you see the, you know, the date of birth and you get their age. And I know, you know, for me, I, I get this this vision in my head that, you know, oh, they're 80 some years old. They're probably able to do, you know, X, Y and Z and they probably can't do, you know, this or that. We kind of form this preconceived notion of what an 80 some year old can do. And the I know the longer I'm practicing and you mentioned this before, I mean, those stereotypes are being absolutely broken. Smashed. Uh, but smashed. Exactly. But how can we as physical therapists serve this population well as this population is changing so much? And I. That's yeah. So this talk is is gonna you know we're gonna do our best to address that um, and and provide some practical uh, tips, uh, some current evidence based techniques and tactics, and how uh, you know we can be more effective uh, in our work. So yeah, I'm excited that we're gonna focus on the practical application uh, portion because you know you and I we're practitioners we're we're not in, you know, academics. We're not teaching. Uh, we're podcasting and seeing people right. and patients during our day. So right, and I'm and that's still it. important and still valid. You know, we were saying earlier how boy, what if there are all these researchers who research geriatric medicine at our mm-hmm. talk? Yeah, and and we're not researchers, and so I think we got that little creeping up of imposter syndrome starting to get into (laughs) our heads, which should not be. And the reason that should not be is because we're clinicians. Those researchers depend on us clinicians. Mm -hmm. We're the ones who are reading the research and actually applying it in an everyday form with our patients. And the researchers and the academics, they need our feedback. Mm -hmm. So we're all experts. We're just experts in different areas. But in order to do best for our patients, we all have to work together. And yeah. that information needs to be shared across all those realms. And And I hope that during this talk, if we do have some of these geriatric experts and researchers and clinicians and academics, I really hope that they're there because people may have questions that you and I can't answer, so we're going to be calling upon them to answer them yeah. for us. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if, you're, sure. if yeah. you're coming, look for a very, very interactive, like mm-hmm. be prepared to get up and speak. Yes. Uh, this, I like to view this more as a, a conversation than a presentation. And, you know, we're going to have students, we're going to have seasoned veterans, we're going to have new grads, we're going to have people in academics uh, doing research or mainly teaching and then, you know, the full-time clinicians. So it's going to be a collective group of people that I feel like everyone has uh, something to bring to the table in terms of this topic. And, you know, I know we're going to do our best to, to let the voices be heard and interact with people to make, uh, yeah, just make it a conversation, not just us kind of preaching from the pulpit. 
Absolutely. That you will. Yeah, absolutely. And I also hope one of my goals for this talk and and uh, is I hope that we can help to break some of those biases that you had mentioned earlier. That a lot of therapists think they just see the the date of birth and the past medical history, and first thing that comes to mind is, oh boy, this yeah. is going to be hard. Oh mm. boy, this is going to be something. And we've all had those biases. I certainly have. And so hopefully we can get people to, and, and I heard this at the Graham sessions in regards to something else, but to face those biases, acknowledge that those biases are there, and then get over it. You know, there's, yeah. there's no other way around it. So if this talk does nothing else, in my opinion, then get people to face their own biases, get people to realize that wow, this population is so much more robust and vibrant than maybe mm. I thought it would be. And hey, you know something? This is also a really great group of people to work with. Yeah. Because not only do you have to challenge yourself, I think as a therapist, because listen, you're not working with a healthy 30-year-old who maybe had an ACL reconstruction. That's mm -hmm. a very sort of A to B to C kind of a rehab. You're working with people who are going to have monthly to weekly ups and downs. And so you have to really use your critical thinking skills to be able to apply the best physical therapy techniques and exercises and progressions with these patients. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, you know, you mentioned your goal. I, I would, What's I mean, I share that, that. Well, I, I'm going to say the same, same thing you mentioned. I, okay, no, I won't, I won't. No, 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 no. It's just, it's, doesn't matter. Well, no, it doesn't my goal, matter. But what would, it's re yeah. it's related. Uh, but my goal is that there's going to be that PT student or uh, the the fresh PT or the new grad that you know maybe an outpatient orthopedics you know kind of went down the the sports route. You know they wanted to work with athletes, but they got out in the real world and they're in that outpatient orthopedic clinic and, you know, probably over 60 to 70% of their caseload is, you know, 65 and up. And they're like, man, I need to learn how to work with this, this crowd, but they may not necessarily be interested in working with older adults. And I want to speak to that person, uh, to show them that geriatrics can be sexy, that working with older adults can be fun. It can be exciting and it can be challenging. Um, to really get them to to break out of that box of, of geriatric rehab that they've been exposed to in terms of the seated therax with TheraBand and just walking all over the place and doing 20 minutes on the new step. Uh, you know, just kind of that typical therapy that we have all seen, you know, out in the real world to get them, you know, you know, stress their imagination muscles a little bit and just think about how they can really have an impact for these people. Uh, but to generate some excitement and to get people more interested in, you know, whether it's a home health setting, skilled nursing facility, acute care, whatever setting, but just to, to have that desire to work with this population as, you know, that that's not the norm. So right. that's a long goal, but but yeah, that's that's what I want to do with this. Yeah, talk. and and I think what's going to be interesting, and again, we spoke about this earlier, is that we both do we both work in a home health setting, mm -hmm. but we have slightly different populations, right? So yeah. the populations that I work with, and some I work with strictly for wellness training, mm -hmm. are certainly over sixty five. 
but they still go to work every day. You know, they're walking six miles a day on the weekend. They're, you know, not a homebound patient, which is a little different than the population that you're seeing. And so I think that it will give people a wide range of ideas. Yes. You know? Yeah, we're... Yeah, we, we got to focus on on scaling. And so that's where I think, yeah, it's really, I'm really glad that we partnered up for this because, you know, say, you know, we can take just a very fundamental, you know, useful exercise like like the squat, you know, like we talked about. And we can mm-hmm. scale that to the patients that I work with that, you know, would be considered homebound uh, to the patient uh, that you're working with, the 87-year-old that's still, you know, walking six miles on and riding the subway going yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah. You know, just these awesome stories that you have that, that we can scale it up and down based on, you know, the the patient's ability. And and yeah, so that's what uh is exciting. And I think that the people walking in, regardless of their setting, they're gonna they're gonna walk away with some very useful information that they'll, you know, be able to use, you know, come come Monday when they get back from, from yeah. Texas or Tuesday, you should take a day off on Monday. I never uh, take a day off. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not here. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm not working on Sunday when I get back to CSM. <laughs> I fly in on Sunday. I'm lucky. I'm not working Sunday night. Good um, point. Well, let's quickly, let's just kind of bullet point what we're going to talk about. We're not going to go into any detail because we want you to come to the talk Friday at yes. 11. Um, so do you want to just take take the listeners kind of through the bullet points of what we're going to talk about so they kind of can get a little excited? Yeah. Okay. So we're we're going to set the stage, uh, just kind of frame uh, the, the desired objectives with the talk. And I don't want to say objectives is, you know, for you to fall asleep when you say that, but like, what, what are you going to walk away with? When you when you come to this talk, so we're going to frame the discussion on uh, the biases that we may have, how to acknowledge those, how to confront those, how to change them, um, and then you know kind of shift into uh, kind of the practical side of things. Of all right, you have this patient with you that is an older adult. Are they appropriate for strength training? You know who who should strength train, who should not strength train? How how do we go about figuring out? you know, strength training appropriate for this person. So we'll, we'll, uh, make that very, very applicable. So you will know exactly what to do, uh, come Monday or Tuesday, whenever you decide to go back to work. And then we'll dive into kind of how to, to get the game plan. How do we, uh, prescribe exercises in a way they're going to be effective, but also efficient. That's not going to be a waste of their time and our time. And they're actually going to do when we leave because we all, almost all of us, uh, discharge our patients for you know variable periods of time that we we want to establish building a habit uh, and a lifestyle, not just you know just this routine that you know they more than likely won't do when we're gone. Right. And then lastly, we'll we'll kind of break down some of the big uh, big exercises that you know we get a lot of bang for our buck that we can scale to the person that I'm working with that can't get out of their bed, or you know the the person that that you're working with that's walking six miles a day. So. So yeah, I think that's a quick and dirty. Anything yeah. I left out? I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. That sounds good to me. And and you know, we're we've kind of split up the talk to make it really easy for people to ask questions. 
Um, and so we want you to come with your questions. We want you to come armed with some questions. And if we can't answer them, then somebody else will. Yes. Somebody in, the in that somebody in that <laughs> audience is going to get called out, which is because what I did last time I did a talk at CSM, I didn't know the answer to a question, so I saw someone in the audience who did and made them come up to the mic. <laughs> it's just that no easy. shame, no shame, no yes. shame, no shame. And, yeah. and I think what's going to be fun about this talk is, like you said, it's going to be a conversation. So. We want to, people to raise a hand. We will come out into the audience with a microphone. I mean, we mm. might be wearing workout clothes if we're allowed to. <laughs> so if we have sneakers on, then I can run out into the audience. If I have right. heels on, we'll get a student to run out into the audience. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> It'll, we'll make we'll it happen. So if someone cannot come uh, to the talk, that you know they're not able to come to CSM, how could they follow along? What... Uh, how should we handle that? So there will be a hashtag um, okay. on Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, you can follow the hashtag old not weak CSM. And then we will also be putting a lot of uh, the research that we used for this talk, any slides, which will be minimal. This is not going to be like 50, 60 slide deck kind of talk. So if you're coming for that kind of talk, you're going to be disappointed. Um, <laughs> but you can also go to oldnotweak.com. And we'll put up a lot of different stuff on there, too, after the talk. So if you missed it, you can get all the research. And I don't know. I, I think that's it because I don't think you can videotape this stuff. But Yeah, yeah, we, we, we're not think, doing that. So, yeah, yeah. I think hashtag OldNotWeekCSM. Yeah. Follow yeah. that and then OldNotWeek.com. And, yeah, we'll make sure to have lots of goods up on there. If you go to that URL before CSM, uh, you may or may not see some good stuff there, but be sure to check it afterwards. Yeah, be sure to sure. check it afterwards. And then we can also, we can maybe even update that afterwards and talk a little bit more about what we did. We can maybe do a yeah. blog or something like that on it and and uh, we'll see. And, and, you know, we can also get people's reactions afterwards. We can force That's a lovely them. idea. We can force people afterwards to do a quick podcast. Yes, we'll force them to answer our questions during the talk, and then we'll force them. So basically, we're to... doing nothing essentially. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's that's work smarter, not harder. That's Karen, right? that's it. That is the theme: is work smarter, not harder, which means. It. We're going to make all the smarter people work harder than us now. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, awesome. any, but at any rate, check out oldnotweek.com, certainly after our talk, which is January uh, It, it is January 17th. 17th. Oh, I yes. Get it together. Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Grand Hyatt San Antonio in Salon E. Salon E. I don't know how big the room is, but, you know. And, and the goal here, like we said, is to bring a little more awareness to the older population and what they can do, break up some biases, and be trending on Twitter. <laughs> how hard could it be? <laughs> exactly. That's funny. All right. Well, thank you, Karen. Yeah, I'll see you thank in Texas. You. I will see you in Texas. And everybody, we hope to see you there as well. Well, there you have it, folks. So now you kind of get a better idea of what Dustin and I are going to be talking about at CSM. We hope to see you there. 
Uh, in the meantime, you can catch up with me at Karen Litzy NYC on Twitter, Karen Litzy on Instagram, and Facebook.com slash Healthy Wealthy Smart. And have a great weekend and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart.